Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It is Football Friday, and it is time for your favorite Morning Five podcast. It is Friday, September 23rd, 2022, and it's brought to you by the Perrion Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perrion Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Snack Stick Day. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah, so I think it is like a uh, like a Slim Jim almost. Um, from what I from what I understood, from what I read, it was it kind of dates back to a long time ago when like smoking meats was a normal thing, and like that was sort of the I don't know the snack you took on a on a hike or going camping or something like back in the 1800s. Uh, but yeah, from what I can understand, a snack stick is similar to a Slim Jim. So if you are a fan of Slim Jims, you are a fan of snack sticks. Oh, yeah. I, I think I am physically allergic to Slim Jims because the amount of Slim Jims I ate when I was a small child. Uh, <laughs> I had, like, no joke, between three to five Slim Jims every single day for lunch for almost the entirety of elementary school. Um, so I can I can have, like, one bite of a Slim Jim here and there, uh, but I'm pretty sure I am actually physically allergic to Slim Jims at this point in my life. What does it do to you? I, I just got to know. It makes me want to throw up. Like, the smell and the taste and everything, it makes me want to throw up. Like, um, I almost barf. It's also National Great American Pot Pie Day. Oh, God, sign me up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I love pot pie so much. Oh, I'm like Michael from The Office. I will eat an entire family-sized a portion of a pot pie. It is you make the top a little crispy, almost burnt. Oh, man. Popeyes are amazing. You know what's not amazing? The Braves falling to the fills last night. One nothing. Ooh. Ooh. God, it's terrible. Uh, first time they've been held scoreless since June 17th against the Cubs, which was 98 days ago. Uh, Braves went 0 for 6 with Rodgers in scoring position. They left 9 on base. It was not a good day for the offense. Uh, Max Reed pitched okay. Five innings, one earned, eight Ks. It was not Max's best night, but, you know, it's still to only give up one run in five innings, I'm, I'm okay with. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to be, uh, you know, I, I say I don't like to be nitpicky, but I'm going to be nitpicky here just a bit for Max Freed. 107 pitch count. I'd like to see that come down a little bit so he could go six innings, maybe seven innings. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fine. Five five innings, one earned run, eight Ks. Not not what I want Max to be, but I guess I'm being greedy. Uh, the Mets were idle last night, so the Braves are one and a half games back of them now. Uh, here's some good news. Matt Olson with a hit and a walk last night, raises his average to 285 in the last four games with an on-base percentage of 375, which is much better. Hey, let's go, Matt. We're going to need your bat. <laughs> not rhyme. Uh, we're going to need your bat in the postseason. So get going now. The... The, the no runs and only six hits last night in the Ofer uh, with runners in scoring position. That's not great. 
Uh, but yeah, we're going to need Matt Olson's bat in the postseason. So get it going now. Get it going now and keep it rolling. We're, what do we have? 11 games left? Is that, is that, or is that, or at? I think? Oh, 12 games left. So yeah, get that bat going with 12 games left. And uh, let's see where we go in the postseason. We're still sitting at 93 wins. I hope to get to 100. I, I, I know that's just a weird number to, to want, but I mean, I, I just want 100 wins. You know what it's I mean? Like, it's like 100 points in basketball. Like, that's sort of what you want to shoot for uh, every single time. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, man. I'd love to see 100 wins. I think 100 wins wins this division, honestly. All right. I hate, uh, hate the Mets. Yeah, screw the Mets. <laughs> um, UGA plays Kent State tomorrow, and you've got a preview for us. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's probably going to be a blowout, but uh, let's treat it like it's going to be a good game. Uh, Kent State has an intriguing offense when it has the momentum and it's moving the ball. Colin Schley was efficient a week ago, hitting twelve or 10 of his 12 passes, but the golden flashes really shine when they run the ball. KSU ran for 358 yards a week ago, and the team has finished with over 350 rushing yards in five games in the last two seasons. But UGA's defense is a different animal. They're allowing 0.3 points per game, which leads the nation. Only one total touchdown and a combined 10 points in three games. Georgia is 22-1 under Kirby Smart when it scores a touchdown on defense or special teams. That said, watch how gifted interior lineman Jalen Carter performs as he is nursing an ankle injury this week. Uh, Stetson Bennett is my dark horse for the Heisman. I've kind of been harping on this past couple of weeks, and here's why. He is on pace for nearly 4,000 passing yards, which would be top 10 in the SEC all-time, 20 tuds, not terribly impressive, but that's fine, a passer efficiency rating of 183.5, fifth best ever in the SEC, and a QBR of 92.9, which is uh, good for fifth best in the SEC, and that's all-time. Georgia is one and three against FBS. Uh, Georgia is one of three FBS teams to allow only one touchdown so far this season, and Georgia is 55 and one when allowing 20 or fewer points under Kirby Smart. Uh, expect UGA to allow under 20 points this weekend versus Kent State. The dogs roll. They take this probably like 42 to three or somewhere around there. What's the uh, what's the line in this? Um, it's a good question. Uh, let me check. I think it's it was around like 40-something. 40 45. Uh, UGA is favored by 45, and the over-under is 62, uh, which is kind of surprising. I honestly thought the over at the line is at 45. I thought the over-under would be somewhere around 50-something. Uh, right. So, yeah, an over-under of 62 with the line being at 45. That means the bookmakers think that Kent State – uh, we'll be able to score against Georgia, possibly in the late in the late stages when Georgia has their water boys and towel boys in and Kent State still has their starters in. Falcons will play the Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. Uh, they seem like they're due a victory here after being so close against the Saints and the Rams. Um, I hope they get it on the road here versus the Seahawks. The key number for the Falcons is 27. It took 27 points for the New Orleans Saints to beat the Falcons by a single point in week one and 27 by the Falcons or in 27 points is where the Falcons landed in their failed comeback against the Rams. Uh, Falcons from seven on defense needs to get home front seven on defense needs to get home. Geno Smith was sacked twice last week with, with nine quarterback hits and a pressure rating of over 30%, which was league averages around 15%. So obviously 
the tissue paper of the uh, offensive line is, is very, very easy to get through. Uh, AJ Terrell has to be better. After underperforming in week one, he did it again in week two, being targeted five times, uh, allowing five receptions and two tuds. Mariota should see less of a pass rush this week than he did last week versus the Rams because, let's be real, the Rams and the Seahawks are two completely different front sevens and front uh, and front defensive line. Uh, can't make the he can't make the same mistake that uh, that he has the past two weeks. You know, trying to reach out for another first down and fumbling the ball or throwing an ill-advised interception when you have the ball late and you're driving to try to win the game. Marietta is just not high on my list right now. Uh, you've got to get the ball to to Pitts because he is only three targets last week. That's just no. How does that no. happen? Like, how does no. that, that, that? There's no way that should happen. Even if you're forcing balls to him, at least give him somewhere between seven and ten targets a game. Like, that, that should be simple. That should be a very simple formula to add into the Falcons offense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, don't get me wrong, Drake London has been as advertised, and I am so thankful for that. But at the same time, I want to see them get the ball to Kyle Pitts. He is a unicorn for a reason. I think he's a human, actually. I'm pretty sure he's not a unicorn. I don't know. That's that's really <laughs> debatable. Uh, <laughs> expect a massive game from uh, Patterson and Algier. Um, Seattle can't stop the run, so whatever the rushing total is, take. The over. I'm I'm hoping the Falcons get the win this week. I'm saying the Falcons win. Uh, the line was set at one and a half, and I think the Falcons were um, not the underdogs. So take that for what it's worth. Because normally, Bryce, if I'm not mistaken, if if you're at if if it's an NFL team and they think that you're even, it's it's three and a half towards the. Um, or it's three towards the home team, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the foul, and right now it is actually switched. The line has got gone back towards the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are now a one point favorite. So honestly, I wouldn't be surprised Sunday morning if we woke up and this game turns into a pick'em. Um, but yeah, Seattle right now is a point favorite, which means they think they are uh, four points better than the Falcons. But that is that is changed back and forth. Like you said yesterday, when I checked. The Falcons were a point and a half favorite. Uh, so just in a matter of, I don't know, 12 hours, 16 hours, it has gone from the Falcons being a point and a half favorite to now the Seahawks being a point favorite. Um, so keep an eye on that line because that's I think that's something that's going to be shifting uh, right up until kickoff at 425 on Sunday. Yeah, and, and when you said they're a four-point favorite, no, it's a two-point favorite at that point, right? Because if normal line is three and they're a one-point favorite now, then that means that it's a two-point favorite, I, I guess. Yeah, Correct? I think. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think, yeah. <laughs> something, something like that. It was explained to me one time on the radio, and uh, I wasn't really paying attention. So, But yeah, I do, I do know in the NFL, every home team starts off at a, as a three point. So yeah, yeah. So they think the Falcons are two points better than the Seahawks because the Seahawks started as right. a three point favorite at home. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, playing in Washington would be a home Seahawks game. Bingo. There we got it. And we worked it out. Look at that. We're getting smarter. Good job. Getting smarter on the radio this morning. Hey, that's what we do. 
Congratulations, everybody listening. You just got a little bit smarter. Uh, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. In softball, Kahula Creek beat Bremen 3-2. to uh, Snorville Ooh. beat Central 3-1. to uh, Mount, uh, yeah, Mount Zion beat Christian Heritage 15 to nothing. Temple beat Callaway 7 to 5. And Villarica beat Mays 19 to nothing. That was senior night. That's a massive, massive beatdown. Yeah, I believe uh I believe the Villarica, I think their softball team only has like three or four seniors. So yes. that uh that, that team's young and good. In volleyball, Carrollton beat Rockmart 2 to nothing. Heard County fell to Rockmart 2 to nothing. Uh, and Heard County and Carrollton played each other, but we do not have a score for it. Villarica was at Bremen and played Bremen. We also do not have a score for that volleyball matchup. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar tonight, Friday Night Lights, football. Bowden is at Temple at 7.30, which should be just an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, Ridgeland is at Bremen at 7.30. I know nothing about Ridgeland, so I don't know if that's going to be a good game. Um, Hillgrove is at Carrollton at 7.30. Harrelson County is at North Murray at 7.30. Clarkston is at Heard County at 7.30, which you will hear on the Hometown Sports Media Carroll County Network. We will have pregame, postgame, halftime, all down there at Heard County, as well as me and Steve Lee with the play-by-play down there. Excited to see the Heard County facilities. I've I've heard they're fantastic. I've heard they're uh, first rate, so I'm excited to go down there and see that. Monticello is at Mount Zion at 7.30, and then Villarica is at Banneker at 7.30, and the Villarica at Banneker game will be on the Hometown Sports Media Network, the uh, the Villarica, the Wildcat Network. They will be on there with Casey and Clay on the call at 7.15 tonight. And I will Sat- be doing pre, post, and halftime for, for that game as well. So, yeah. Uh, on Saturday, we have softball, Harrelson County at Bowden at 11 a.m., and then volleyball, Carrollton at Beasts of the Southeast Tournament at A5 Roswell. So good luck to all the local teams going into action this week, tonight and this weekend. Should have some nice uh, nice weather. Sunday might get a little rain, but tonight and tomorrow look like absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous days uh, to get out there and play some softball and football tonight. Well, we've got a baseball tournament on Sunday, so let's hope that rain goes away. Because uh, we do, we yeah, do I don't know when it. I don't know when it's supposed to rain, but it did have rain in the forecast on Sunday. All right, so let's get to the incredible full uh, soft earned dollar segment, and let's give these people some uh, some things to bet on. Bryce, you know, I'll, I'll say this to the people: I am horrible at this so far this year. I'm two and seven of my nine picks. I'm three games back, but I'm going to give give you some anyway. Uh, I'm going to take USC. They've got they're five only five and a half point favorites against Oregon State on the road. Have y'all seen USC? USC's good. There's no reason that this should only be a five and a half point favorite. Um, I anticipate them to at least win by a touchdown, if not more. Um, so take the five and a half and, and run with it. On Sunday, KC. Um, is a five and a half point favorite at Indy. Indy has not been great, and KC has been amazing. I don't so, understand that line. That's <laughs> I don't understand that line at all. That is very odd. Let's go. That's a, that's if you think about it, that's like eight and a half points towards Kansas City. Yeah, which that seems more realistic. I would I would put the line here at seven and a half if I was the bookmakers, but that's just me. 
Uh, and then uh, San Francisco is a one and a half point favorite at Denver. Denver has not been as advertised, and San Francisco now with Jimmy G at the at the helm, they looked really good on offense. Bryce, I don't know if you saw that, but they looked pretty good when Jimmy G was running that offense. So that's I think that's I think San cool. Francisco is better with Jimmy G at quarterback than they are with Trey Lance. Honestly, yep. Um, are you telling me San Francisco 49ers are going to go into let's ride territory and take down Russell Wilson? That's what I'm telling you. Yep. I don't know about that. I like all three of those bets this weekend, honestly. Uh, my three locks of the week, Clemson is a seven-point favorite versus Wake Forest. Uh, I don't think Clemson is a top-four team, but I think they're going to absolutely put it on Wake Forest. I, I would take Clemson at a 10-and-a-half favorite, honestly, this weekend against Wake Forest. Indiana is a plus 17 and a half. Indiana is a, or excuse me, 16 and a half. Indiana is a 16 and a half point dog versus Cincinnati. I don't think Indiana is going to win this game, but I'd be pretty surprised if Cincinnati beat Indiana by 17 or more points this year. Cincinnati is a decent team, but they're not what they were last year. And Indiana can run the ball and control the clock. Uh, and then on Sunday, Cardinals versus Rams. Give me the over. Uh, right now, the over-under is set to 48.5. Both of these offenses can score, and they will score in bunches. Give me the over on the Cards versus Rams games at 48.5. Those are my locks of the week. I got three other bets that I'm betting on this weekend, Billy. I Go have either Devontae Adams or Derrick Henry to score the first touchdown of their game. That is at a plus 200. And then I have Ezekiel Elliott to have 50 or more yards rushing and Micah Parsons to record a sack. That is at a plus 150. That seems like easy money right there. That might happen in the first quarter. Uh, And then also I have Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, and Jalen Hurts. All of those people need to score an anytime touchdown on Sunday for a plus 1,060 bet. Those are three other bets that I am betting on this week. Not locks of the week, just other bets that I am betting on this week. And if you didn't see it last night, guys, if you're not watching uh, the Pat McAfee show during the day, he gives out some fantastic, some fantastic bets. Uh, His PMI super boost last night at a plus 800. uh, Steelers at a seven and a half dog. uh, Najee Harris with one or more tuds and Nick Chubb with one or more tuds. With a plus 800. Put a thousand dollars on it, had a nine thousand dollar payout. Did it happen? Yeah, he hit it. So uh oh, watch geez. uh yeah. Watch the watch Pat McAfee. He gives out some nice little super boosts on FanDuel uh on, on Fridays usually. All right, uh Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Boston Celtics suspend their coach, Aime Aduko, Aduka for the 2022-2023 season effective immediately because of his conduct. And it was, it was a consensual relation he had with one of the front office people, which was... Um a violation of their code of conduct, I guess. I, I, from what I have read, Billy, maybe I'm missing something. From from what I have read, this seems like two consenting adults that entered into a relationship together. Uh, so it, it may, maybe I'm misreading it. Maybe, it. maybe something's being left out of the articles that I'm reading, but that kind of sucks for him if that's the case, man. I mean, you know, I know workplace conduct and all this jazz, but 
I don't know. That, that kind of sucks. I kind of feel bad for him, if that's the case. If that's not the case, then I don't feel bad for him. But, you know, we'll see. Right. Uh, in a letter, the Pac-12's George Cliva... Cleave... Cleavkoff. God bless. Yeah, Cleave, I'm Cleave, Cleave his name. uh cites significant financial mental health concerns on UCLA moving to the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, mental health concerns. I'm financial. Sure. I can understand that, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand why the PAC 12 is, uh, getting a little giddy about all these teams going over to the big 10. I don't blame them. I'd be scared too, but that's just sort of how business goes, man. I mean, it's gonna be the big 10 and the sec. I, sorry about it. Give them a better product and they'd stay. This name. I'm not going to butcher Sean Payton. Says he would be interested in returning as NFL head coach in 2023 for quote right situation unquote. Well, no joke, Sean. Really? Well, really? I think I think we all know what the right situation he's alluding to is. Dallas, right? Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah, he's he and and especially with uh, Dak Prescott getting hurt, if Mike McCarthy doesn't win that division this year, he's gone and Sean Payton's in. Uh, speaking of Dallas, Jerry Jones would welcome a Dallas Cowboy quarterback controversy because it would mean Cooper Cooper Rush is winning. Cooper Rush has looked okay. He's looked is fine. He? Yeah, yeah. He's he's looked fine. He doesn't. He didn't look like Tom Brady, like Jerry Jones said. He said Cooper Rush looked like Tom Brady last week. He didn't. He didn't no, he look didn't. like Tom Brady. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah, that's what Jerry Jones said. Um, he looked fine. Yeah, he looked fine. Uh, Jerry Jones is my favorite. I, I, not just because I'm a Cowboys fan. Jerry Jones is my favorite owner in the entire NFL. Uh, he gives you so many sound bites, and I, I don't know. I just love the guy. It's and it's not because I'm a, a Cowboys fan. I, I think he is wildly entertaining, and the stuff he says to the media is hilarious. And he thinks that he can do everything better than anybody else he hires. Um, he's hilarious. He's a fan. He's a fantastic owner. You know, putting together a football team, eh? We're, we're kind of a joke, but you know, uh, everything outside of that, he, he's a fantastic owner. Finally, today in 2018, 39-year-old New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees throws 17-yard pass to Michael Thomas to become the NFL career passing leader, breaking Brett Favre's record of 6,300 completions. Saints beat the Falcons that day, 43 to 37. And and funny oh, enough, 63 on the sheets. I appreciate yeah. that. The the funny thing about that is the 6,300 number right there for Brett Favre's record. That's the amount of money he's having to pay Brett back Favre. to the government. Brett Favre. <laughs> That's the uh, $6,300 is the amount of money he's having to pay back to the government every single day for uh, for embezzling, what was it, health care? Health Medicare welfare. money? Welfare money. For embezzling welfare money uh, into his kid's college so that he get a new volleyball facility. Uh, Brett Favre, world-class a-hole. He's a doofus, man. I can't stand he, him. I, I look, seriously can't stand him. Look, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He did great things in Green Bay. Absolutely. There's a reason, there's a reason that he was drafted by the Falcons because we saw his his potential, but then he showed up to the Falcons facility most of the time drunk or hungover, and then they were like, okay, we've got to get rid of this guy. So that, that's why he ended up in Green Bay. And that was obviously a mistake for the Falcons, but, you know, it is what it is. You have no – it might not have been a mistake. I mean, if he just stayed in Atlanta, who knows? His career might not have been what it was. I mean, he might have, you know, showed up 
drunk and hung over to the facility for the next seven years and never played. Yeah, we you definitely know, didn't have Mike Holmgren as the head coach. Well, you know, he he was okay. He 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 was all right. But yeah, I mean, I, I put a I put Brett Favre in the same category as I do Chevy Chase. Uh, great at their trade, great at their art, uh, but o- outside of what they you know on the screen for Chevy Chase and on the field for Drew Br- or for uh, Brett Favre, you know they're they're world class a holes, and I would not want to be friends with them. I would not want to play a holes with them. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, we're contractually obligated to mention his name ten times, Cernan. We have to. That's uh, that's the John Madden if clause men- we signed. If you mention him once, you have to mention him ten times. Brett Favre. Kind of like Matt Damon. You know, you got to say those names in the correct way. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. You got anything else, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a football Friday. Hey, don't forget to listen in to Hometown Sports Media's coverage tonight. Uh, I will go live at 5 p.m. And then we will get it started and get our day started right. Um Give you two hours of pregame coverage right leading up to Bryce and uh, Steve taking it on the Carroll County Network covering Hurt County and Clarkson. And Casey and Play will cover it, Villarica and Banneker. And not only will Casey and Play have, be there, but Nathan Horsley will be on the call as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, for Bryce Farling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!